And uh, I am uh, I'm joined here today by your co-host, the Rum Guy, and we have a special guest. Rum, do you know who it is? Is his name Tim? It might be. Yeah, we've been talking for about ten minutes now, so <laughs> <laughs> I hope he knows. Rum, Rum I hear he's an amazing artist. He is. Uh, I, I I say this without a hint of hyperbole because I could honestly give a fuck what other people think. Tim Tim is easily. Uh, one of the best artists in the New Orleans comic community. Uh, it's, I mean, his stuff is really, really great. And, uh, you have a project coming up, do you not? Uh, yeah, dude. I, um, well, my project is my project. I'm trying to work on my Kickstarter and I'm hoping to get it out there somewhere before like Wizard World. Which is uh Wizard World New Orleans, which is later this what is it, early December? Uh, late November, I think early it's December? like that weekend that November and December. Yeah, like up. where they meet. Uh so yeah, man, that's uh that's the game plan right now. Is trying to pay bills and, and get as much of the Kickstarter done as possible. And uh now if if you don't know, Kickstarter is a they call it crowdfunding, I believe. It's it's become a weird hybrid between Amazon and a social media site in some ways. And, uh, like a lot of people, like let's say you, well, for you, for instance, you've, you've got a book that, that you're trying to put together right. and you, you put up a little message that says, look, these, these are my designs. This is the book that I want to put out. If you, you donate money, you get. And dude, and, and, all right. That's a tricky thing too, because you talk about like the donate money. Uh, my buddy described it as like, you're going into the gap and saying like, I want like falls, uh, fall 2013's like lineup you know what i mean like you're paying for it in advance so you basically you're asking people i'm I'm gonna give you an example of what i got going on i'm gonna give you like eight pages of the book uh you know a bunch of pinups and stuff like that and do a little video and then i'm really just asking you to like if you like that then you can go ahead and buy the book now almost before it's done does that make sense so yeah kind of like a pre-order yeah it's like a pre-order more but originally it didn't start out i don't want to be like a charity you know what i'm saying like i'm just saying Right. If you like it, I mean, look, if you like these eight pages, you're going to you're going to love the other, uh, you know, 92 or whatever, you know. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I've I've seen a few of uh, a few of your pieces, uh some of your drawings, man. They are really really good. Thank you all very. Say. Thank you all very much. Now, I've I I I know you guys are really familiar with the the artist down there, but compared to what I've seen, I you know, I'm originally from Savannah. There's a lot of art, a lot of a lot of comic artists in Savannah. There, and now I'm up here in Wilmington. There's there's a huge Huge community up here of uh, comic artists, and I'll tell you what, your your stuff is really, really good, really uh, good. Man, I, I appreciate that so much. I'm uh, I'm glad everybody can see it on radio. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> well, we will we will have links, and uh, once once you, you you haven't actually started the Kickstarter page yet. Have no, you? no, no. I'm uh, but you can always like go to my uh my Facebook page. That's where I'm gonna like probably launch everything from is uh the Facebook like page. Well, cool. We can we can put those links on on the main website, and then uh, people can when they go to the website, they can go straight to your links, and boom, you're right there. Yeah, yes, sir. Now I saw the promo art. It's it's Night Stars, correct? Night Stars, yeah, yeah. And uh, I I got the impression it it involves a little girl in Roswell. Um, basically, three adolescents uh get taken up on a spaceship. They're in like present time, and they crash land in Roswell, New Mexico, in 1947. Uh. And that's kind of where the story takes place and starts off from there. Oh, cool. So, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how much I want to give away, but, uh, yeah, dude, it's, uh, kind of like a play on, like, the whole alien thing. And, um, re- and maybe a little bit like a quantum leap thing where they keep, like, going throughout time and stuff like that. So you have, like, endless possibilities. Like, they could, it could be a cowboy story. It could be a western or it could be, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, nice. that's, kind of, that's how I'm kind of, like, building it a little bit. And is this uh, intended to be like a series of graphic novels or just a one one shot graphic? No, this yeah, no, I got it. Uh, I got it planned out for a series, definitely. Uh, and this would be like the first arc. And I'm mm-hmm. always saying this, like I'm kind of done with single issues. Like I'm, I don't, I don't think they're necessary anymore. I don't think they're relevant. It's yeah. It's, I, I feel like, especially with with delays and stuff like that, people want a tight graphic novel trade, whatever, so that they can just read a complete story. Right. 
and not yeah. have to worry about waiting a year to get. Well, dude, and that's our society full, full now story. too, dude. You know what I mean? Like nobody, you're not waiting for anything anymore. You know, like remember, mm-hmm. like back in the day, a movie would come out and you might be able to get it on VHS like mm-hmm. a year later. Like Dark Knight's going to be around for Christmas. You know, no, mm-hmm. Avengers is already out. Like, dude, we don't we don't wait anymore. You know what I mean? So I don't see why you. That's just a theory. We'll see mm-hmm. if it's if I'm right or not. But uh, and I we think are an, we are definitely an instant gratification society. Yeah, that's no, for sure. no question about it, dude. No, we're drive through now. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think yeah, absolutely. Though, yeah. In terms of comics, one of one of my pet peeves though is you know there are certain artists that I love, like say just an example, not to talk bad about him, but like Jim Lee. Uh-huh. Jim Lee's not the quickest artist anymore. Right, so right. for me, I'd rather see that dude do a graphic novel than a steady comic series All because day. I you know if if he's got like a three month delay or it's like well I need to fill an artist for these two issues. No 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 no. I don't want some dude who's half your right. talent. It, two issues in between. I want I, I paid to get a Jim Lee, and there's a lot of artists like that that they're amazing, but they take their time, and you you just oh, you'd rather get them just like a full story from them. And dude, here's another thing you want to think about too, like as an artist or whatever you know, whatever you want to call it. Uh, do you want to rush people? You know what I mean? That's like that's another mm-hmm. thing with the comic industry is like you're rushing these artists. Like, mm-hmm. dude, imagine what they could do if you just give them a little time and it's not under such a deadline. I mean, we all might benefit from it. Uh, but yeah. I think that's mainly Marvel and DC. You know, they they're going to like Mexico and finding these dudes that they can pay two cents a dude. page. And I, I mean, I guess these guys are really quick. Man, and that ain't helping nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that ain't, that ain't helping me, man. Who'd, who'd have thought that that even the industry, the comic industry, would end up being trying to outsource work? Right. I just that blows my mind. Yeah, so you you wonder about like all those people that used to like make cars and stuff like that, or you know whatever. Sure. Like, yeah, do you can feel it? Uh, my buddy Derek, uh, like everybody down here that I know. That's uh, Derek Donovan, who who's done um, a lot of work for I think all three three big companies. Yeah, right? you know he's been there for all of it, dude. Uh, when I was little, he was I, I'd come into this where we're at right now, BSI, and he'd be showing pages like Lobo pages or whatever they were working on back in the nineties. So yeah, good friend. Uh, wow, Lobo, I remember that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. What the frag is that? Or wasn't that, isn't that what he said? Frag. That was that was his thing. Oh, uh, so yeah, man. It played uh, a lot better in the nineties than it does now. <laughs> right now, whenever I hear somebody trying to replace fuck with like some sort of word like that, it just comes off as sad. Yeah. You know. Well, frag you. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Frack. Wasn't that a uh, Babylon Five or whatever? Uh, Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> frack. What, no, what did they say in that? Frack was Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, uh, Battlestar. I think Babylon 5 had their own one. And then uh, one of my favorites, uh, Farscape, had Frell, right. which was an actual alien word. <laughs> Marvel uh, 2099 used to have Shock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, those, those are some good books. There were a lot of them. There were a lot of them. And, and when you're a kid, that's cool. But as an adult, when you try to... Because here's it my thing. the same thing. I mean, I don't, That's I don't the know. thing. Like, I don't get these people. Like, whenever someone's like, oh, you use the F-bomb, you mean fuck? Right. I forget who said it, but there was an old... Like, someone was telling me a story about their grandfather. The grandfather had said fuck in front of, like, the kids and the grandmother. The grandmother, like, scolded him. He said... Look, I fuck you every night. Oh, Lord. You mean I can't say it? Man, they <laughs> you, still got it. After all it, these years, they still got it. <laughs> but uh, it is true. Look, words are a tool. They're, it's about intent. Yeah. You know, if you if you use a racial, like, a, a, a something instead of a racial slur, you know, it, it's you're still calling someone something. It doesn't matter right. if you say the N-word right. or an... The, the, the slur is... This, is, is Behind the, the intent of the word. Right. And it's the same with fuck, shit, cock, pussy, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And it, give me the dissertation on what <laughs> I'm watching my language at the store. Well, I mean, am I saying that live? No, we're good. We're good. I, we, we really should. We are, folks, uh, live recording from BSI Comics. So the sound you hear is actually a fellow podcaster, Monty Stickman, downstairs. And... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I can't tell how loud I am because we have earphones in. Yeah, we're good. I think we're, it's all we're all adults around here. So Tim, I, I've never asked you. Uh, it's a weird question whenever you ask an artist who their influences are because oh, almost always the person actually will tell you their favorite artist. Because like as as a writer, I'll hear say J. Michael Straczynski, not uh, whatever, okay. or Joss Whedon. Someone asks them who their influences are, and then they'll rattle off the people, and you're like, "Their your style is nothing like that person." But, and I think, I, I mean... I could probably get close, I think. Uh, uh, well, here's one that probably definitely not. It's definitely McFarlane, when I was little, was probably... That was, like, the big superstar in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, the first person you probably gravitated to, like everybody did. 
And he he sort of I think defined the comic superstar that, dude, like at no that question point. about it man that's that's all dude all, me and my buddies that's all we and once again I'd come to this BSI and and man you got you got spawn number four you got spawn number eight you know like it, dude it was just like mind blowing stuff trying to collect all like the old McFarlane stuff and what, for whatever reason his work resonated with so many people mm-hmm. and like I still love it but uh but I would say maybe like Tom Grummet you might be able to see some of that uh, in my work a little bit. Um, Mike Waringo, I like him a lot. Like, I, I, I don't know, I kind of like the animated guys a lot more. Uh, like the cleaner lines and stuff like that, and like less, uh, you know, like we were talking about Jim Lee with all like the, he has like just crazy lines everywhere, you know what I mean? There's so much detail, like I'd, I'd rather strip all I that I mean, away. Jim Lee basically inspired like the next 20 years of comics. But it, it, but him, like Larson, Lightfield, all those guys, McFarlane, like in the 90s, like their styles was, it, it was so busy, dude. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the, the line work was just well, like particularly Lyafeld and Portacio, who, yeah. uh, they, they were big influence. I mean, they were the two of the bigger artists on X-Men. Rom, did you, uh, I know you're, you're, you're never big on comics. Did you read a lot of 90s comics? I, I pretty much in the 90s, I, after Spawn, I did a lot of Image comics when I, in the nineties. Okay, um, so you know some of these guys we're talking about then. Oh probably. yeah, yeah, I know. I'm um, by name, you know. I wouldn't say, you know, I was following their their artistic drive as much as you guys probably were, but I appreciated what they did. I mean, that's that's you know, I had a where I grew up. It was uh, not a real city type area. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so uh we didn't have uh, a lot of comic book stores anywhere. I'd have to drive an hour and a half away just to get to a comic book store. So uh I used to pick what I got up at places like convenience stores and there was a couple little shops that shit, even up the barber shop had a, a rack of comics I'd That's go awesome. in, get a haircut and grab a comic book. That's how I collected. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Hold on. So uh so you were big in the, to the Image Founders and, and what have you? Yeah, the, the Image Founders, uh, Jim Ballant, who a lot of people don't cite, but uh, like that was a big influence. I think too. because the dude, like, he had an amazing style, but he's kind of disappeared. Dude, he does all this like tarot stuff now, like these weird, uh, Jesus man, like this weird witchcraft comics and stuff like that. But he really? was a grave digger. That was another cool thing about him. Like that was a job he used to have, which was I thought was always crazy. But uh. Dude, he used to do these Catwoman books, and he did, like, an amazing long run on Catwoman. It was, dude, some of the most beautiful stuff. Like, it was gorgeous, gorgeous. So he was, I was big into him. Uh, I, man, I guess those were the two guys, like, that I'd, I'd rip off. And then, like, the cartoons. Like, cartoons definitely had a factor. Uh, like, the, remember the X-Men cartoon and then Batman animated series, all that stuff. Yeah, Batman. And I'm actually kind of, like, you would think the... Tim Verse would have inspired more artists at the time oh, because Bruce Tim has such a classic yes. style. All right, I'm gonna drop this on you though, dude. I'm I'm like, and you know me because we're friends on Facebook and everything. But mm-hmm. uh, like Kirby's my profile pick. Like that's mm-hmm. that's a huge influence when uh, it's not Louis Gossett Jr. When it's not Louis Gossett Jr. Yeah, you, you will <laughs> never see my real name and you will never see my real face on Facebook as my profile pick. Uh, <laughs> incognito, baby. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, dude. If you look at all the Bruce Tim stuff, dude, it's Kirby, man. Like if you, dude, it's, it's oh, well, so ridiculous. His style is definitely. Uh, I, I think he's got a few influences from that era. I, I think you could see a little Ramita Senior. Okay, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Uh, but you know, I mean, when we were growing up, when we were kids, that style wasn't readily available. I mean, you knew who Jack Kirby was. You couldn't read comics and not who Jack Kirby, know who Jack Kirby was. But, right. But that style had gone away because all of a sudden, like you said, you know, McFarlane well, you got and, detailed. Yeah, and Jim Lee defined that era. And, I mean, if you were like me, like I used to read Starman, so I got okay. people like Tony Harris, you know, and, and then, you know, Vertigo became big. So I had more a more of an eclectic taste in, in comics. But I think a lot of people just didn't, aside from Batman the Animated Series and later Superman and Justice League years later, oh, man, I don't so I don't think people really had as much exposure to that kind of style. Dude, Kirby, Eisner, those dudes created the visual medium that we all, like, call comics. You know what I'm saying? Like, they... And there I, you go. You Eisner, can't give them Eisner might... I, Eisner might be the biggest influence, I would say, on like the Tim Tim style. Man, well, here's the thing: Kirby actually did like animation towards the end of his life, mm-hmm. and uh, I think Bruce Tim actually knew him and was 
I, I, I would assume, like, influenced by him, like, being around him and stuff like that. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, dude, I'm reading it for the second time. Like, dude, I'll read books, like, over and over again. Like, I'm, uh, I'm so OCD. Like, I'll just read the same things over and over. But I'm reading this Kirby book again. And, uh, yeah, so that's, like, something they talk about in it. Uh, but, yeah, dude, just the, those guys set, set the standard, man. Like, they were, they were the pioneers. They were the Lewis and Clark. Like, no question about it. I mean, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Compared to, like, the, the, the nonsense we do today, you know what I mean? Like, we, we're, not, we're not breaking the mold like they did. You know, you, you can only hope to aspire yeah, to do something like that. There are guys, uh, but they, there's these dudes who, who have that sort of, like, Kirby era style, man. Okay, okay. Up. And uh, and I love it, but like you said, they're not breaking anything new. Nah, they're dude. just going with a more retro style that, that sort of breaks away from – because, like I said, still people are imitating Jim Lee and, and, right. and those guys. And it, it's – I mean, we are finally getting to an era where comics are – are becoming more eclectic, but yeah, no, and I mean that's the thing. No, nobody can, nobody reinvents the wheel, dude. And these dudes invented the wheel. You know what I mean? Like, imagine it's like the '30s, late '30s, early '40s, and people are coming around like, "Hey, we're going to take these newspaper strips and we're going to turn them into, uh, you know, these these long, long-winded, like, you know, funny books and stuff like that." And you can mm-hmm. kind of like, you don't have to follow the three-panel thing, you know, like the, the, you know, in the newspaper, it's like one, two, three squares. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, they invented every. Imagine, dude, that's that's unbelievable, dude. And everything we do is almost like piggybacking off of what they did. So uh, you can't you can't give them enough credit, enough speaking gratitude. Of, yeah. Speaking of Jack Kirby, I don't know if if uh, either of you heard about this m- new movie that's coming out, Argo. This yes. Um, well, it's a Ben Affleck directed and written film. It's actually one of the minor characters in it is Jack Kirby. That's awesome. He uh, like the story is that I, I want to say it's. I guess I should have looked it up before I started speaking, but but basically this U.S. team has to go out and get some uh, hostages out right. of like I don't know Iran or something like that, and so in that's based to, off a true story. Yeah, a true story. Yes, yeah. it is an absolutely true story that Jack Kirby was part of this. They come up with this fake movie called Argo. They pretend to be a movie director, right? And they go in and they they pull out. Well, I, I don't know how it ends. These people, yeah, that, it's their cover. That's the only way they can right. get into the country is as a movie crew, right? So, and uh, they go in, and and Jack Kirby was the dude who did the designs for the movie. That's awesome. So he's a character in the movie, and that that comes out this week, and I can't wait to see it. it I will. Looks awesome. <laughs> I had no interest in this movie before, and I'm I'm sold now. I'm all about it. No, I think that's, I think what what cool. his line uh, in the movie is something like, "Well, if I'm going to be part of a movie, it's going to be a hit." Awesome. <laughs> I'm curious who's playing him because uh, you know, I mean, look, he's a uh, character. Uh, Stan the man is 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 more personality these days than than he is anything else. So everybody knows what he looks and sounds like. Kirby, everybody knows his style, but I, you know, I, I if I if I saw a picture of him, I might recognize him. Okay, all right. But I don't know what he sounds like. I don't know how, you know, so I'm curious. I've seen videos. I've watched, like, a bunch of videos and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know. Probably more or less like Ben Grimm. It's probably probably more or less like who he is. Really? So he was was a real Bronx. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But a short little guy, a little stocky little guy. Remember Turpin? Yeah. From the He designed Turpin, I believe. Well, remember remember the cartoon in, in Superman the animated series Turpin the mm-hmm. Cop in it? That, yeah. That's Kirby, dude. Like a hundred percent, it's the same dude. Like he oh, looks really? the same. It's it's him, no doubt about it. And that's what go, what you were going back to about Bruce Timm knowing him, and no doubt about yeah. it. But the influence you know, about, is there. Not to interrupt you guys, going back to something that you said about you know inventing a wheel and stuff like that, and these guys were the innovators and everything. Um, it, it, it's true, but I do see. I don't know. I find it exciting to see how the comic book art now. It's not. They may be some old ideas, you know, in drawing and stuff like that, the influence and stuff. But the mindset's completely different in the new comics coming out. So I think that's where comic book artists, at least in my opinion, are different from 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 where they were before. Is the 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 mindset, the where the stories go, you know, it, it's more freedom of thought. Where back then, I, I think they had to be more. Uh, I don't know, clever on how to disguise certain topics. Now it can just be out there, and, it, and there's, there doesn't have to be any disguise. You know, it's it's right there, and it it, it opens up the format for uh, the uh, the artist and the imagination to go and do however they want to do without having to kind of curb their artistic artistic integrity. With you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, man. 
And you're also dealing with a medium that has, that really doesn't have many boundaries. You know what I mean? Like yeah. whatever your mind can come up with. So, uh, I don't know, man. I, I just think there's, there's people out there doing it. Like no question about it. But, uh, like if you ever ask anybody like, man, what's the, what's the best comics ever or something like that? If, you know, if somebody comes into the store, what are you going to tell them? Watchmen, Dark Knight Returns, uh, I guess, I, well, Maws, I'm, Miles I'm a weird dude for that because I know my tastes are very specific. Okay. And I usually, when somebody comes in and asks, like, like, I, I would say, try? you know, you've got to check out the Smurfs. You know, you got to, you know, shit. No, I'm, I'm fucking with you. No. <laughs> Smurfette all day, man. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I usually ask people what, what they're, what they're interested in. You know, if they tell me X-Men, my response is going to be something very specific. Okay. If they tell me they heard good things about, say, Watchmen or, or, uh, Sandman or something, my right. response is going to be completely different. I mean, for me, I love like old '90s comics. I like I'll, I'll you know I'll say something like, "What's your favorite comic ever?" It might be New Warriors, right? All right <laughs> you know what? Right. You know what comic I really liked during the '90s that I had a bunch of um, was uh, Witchblade. Loved dude, Witchblade. Michael Turner, man, beautiful stuff, dude. That dude. Met him a few times. I've occasionally heard people say bad things about him, and it kind of pisses me. All off. right, can I tell a story, dude? Yes. I got a good one. You're, uh, you're our guest. All right. <laughs> This is. The, no, I, and I'll, I'll, no, I'm, I'm you can't be, say anything. Stop. <laughs> I'm gonna be real honest about it. Okay. Uh, dude, so I'm 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 in Savannah, Georgia, and I'm at SCAD. So you you know that place. Uh, oh yeah, very well. I went there. So all right, same here. Um, and uh, and I'm kind of like I, I'm anxious, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to start drawing. Like I, I'm I'm big headed. You know what I mean? Uh, so one day I drive to Wizard World. Uh, Wizard World, Texas. I drive from Savannah to to Texas, uh, Dallas, Jeez. Texas. Yeah, I, I spent the night at my friend's house because I didn't like want my parents to know. Or something? Dude, it's more than that, dude. Yeah, it's it's ten hours to get to Savannah from New Orleans. Uh, but it was my first. I hadn't really ever been around like professionals, and this was actually the first Comic Con I ever went to. Uh, oh, cool. And like, and I'd never like had my art like viewed by anybody else. So, uh, and Michael Turner was like a big hero of mine. I always like drew his stuff, and I actually went and like met him, and I showed him my work. And uh, he was kind of like looking at it, and he was kind of, and he kind of like, you know, gave me like this weird look, and I'm like, oh shit, man, like this dude ain't gonna like my stuff. And he's like, he's like, it's different. And I guess he could see it in my face, like I'm kind of freaking out a little bit, like I'm, you know, my my world's about to crash. And he goes, no, 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 man. He's like, I like it, I like it. And uh, he goes and like, it was almost like a movie, like he almost like snaps his hand, like he just kind of puts his hand behind his head, and one of the dudes gives him gives him a card, and he hands me a card, and uh, he was like, hey man, he's like, you can draw fathom, and I was like, hell yeah, dude. And, uh, he was like, hit me up. He was like, you know, email me and stuff like that. And, uh, dude, shit, <laughs> shit rocked my world so hard. And I'm with my friend Ty. I went outside and I cried for like 30 minutes, dude. Like it was, so, it was, yeah, I'm, I'm so not lying to y'all. I was like so touched by it. Like that this dude, like one of my heroes actually like gave me any kind of compliment. It was like the first kind of compliment I ever had. So that's awesome, man. That's a good that one. That is awesome. I mean, there's not many artists that I would say above him that would mean more. Dude. I mean, that dude's style People talk trash about it because it was quote unquote cheesecake, but that dude's style sticks out more than almost anybody of the last what twenty years. Well, the, the use of color for me—I mean, it was so vivid. Everything about that comic to me was vivid, which I just absolutely loved. Plus, you know, it was pretty hot. Well, go, dude, go check out this stuff like with the Fathom and stuff like that. Don't look at his women, dude. Go look at like his backgrounds or like his yes, under the backgrounds. Yeah. I mean, the detail in that alone. Come on, man. Like his undersea stuff, like the coral and and just yeah. get get out of here. No, that dude was immensely talented. Right before yeah. he did Witchblade, he did a series for Top Cow called Ballistic. I don't know if you're yeah. familiar with yeah, that. I remember Ballistic. The Art in that now part of it was he he had a great colorist with him right I think his name, was it was it him or Detron it could have been yeah Detron was the older early I think, days I think Stegerwald came later yeah at the Aspen that, I mean but that book I, I mean I, I really liked I you know I have my my copy of Witchblade somewhere in my collection right uh, or like the first twelve issues or something but just the the work on Ballistic was just mind blowing at the time there really wasn't anything out there. Like that book, yeah, dude. And uh, oh man, how are you gonna dog somebody? Are they talking about him as a person or as art? Like, they're not saying that he's a bad guy. Okay, because I've yet to hear anyone who say say that he wasn't one of the nicest people. Class in the act, yeah. But people, you know how look, comics are like you would think that people that love a medium that is so maligned. <laughs> 
would be a little more open. Open, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. It's but a chippy bunch. Yeah, there's so there's so much marginalization, like like oh, you're not allowed to like this, and all. There's a lot of hipsterism and stuff. Okay, and there's certain people that when they look at people like Michael Turner or Jim Lee. Where they say, oh, you know, yeah, I mean, I liked this stuff when I was a kid, but I'm more into whoever, Robert Crumb or, or whatever, right. so, like, right, like right. something I'll more like indie. Crumb, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, I'm not saying anything Tim, you said you went to Crumb. SCAD, right? Yes, sir. Uh, what do you, if you don't mind me asking, when, when was that? What year? We have, oh, what years? Oh, man. It must have been, it was right after 9-11 I went up there. So, 01, early 02. Okay. Uh, and I'm probably still Well, uh, three, I do years. know this for a fact. Uh, 20, was it 2014? Um, Tentatively, right now, um, I, I've got a lot of friends down there that they're, that, that draw and they're, they're, they're doing their books and things. But um, apparently, they're having uh, uh, trying to get together a uh, it's called a su- the Southern Inc. and it's going to be held at the Savannah Convention Center and it's going to be a uh, basically a, a new basically Georgia's answer to Atlanta's con. You know what it okay. is, but it's going to be comics. It's going to be a different type of art. Um, but it, it's supposed to be pretty cool, you know, so I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that. I'm, I'm getting updates from friends of mine about it. Uh, right now, I think they've got probably uh, four companies involved, and I'm going to say about 30 artists that are already signed up to, to participate in this. That's all, Dude, that, that's such like a – that. and I, what, did, what did you go to uh, scan it for? I went for uh, audio-video. Okay, but wouldn't you say like it was just like a, a great environment, like with everything that's going on out there and stuff like that? Oh yeah, yeah. You know? My God, I, for, I was I moved to Savannah in '95, and uh, I'd been there for good Lord, man. I, I just moved up to North Carolina, so it's been what like forever, like 15, 16, 17 years. I was down okay. here. Uh, I was um, I did SCAD for you know what four years. Right, right. But. Um, yeah, it has changed so much, and uh, you know, Scad Scad really helped Savannah uh, in the the all forms of art when it comes to from architecture to actually just pen and ink, you know. Yeah. And it, it's good that they're finally uh, Scad's a huge supporter of this, and since you're alumni, you know, you were there. Um, I don't, you know, and I I went down there. Uh, I I think your stuff, just seeing what I, what I've seen of it, I think it would go over great there if you have the time. I, and, and keep your ear out for it, and uh, I'll pass on information to everybody else down there. You know, and I think it would be great to get you guys back into Savannah and go to this type of con. Dude, I I crave Savannah <laughs> like all the time, dude. Like I miss it very badly. It's a uh, it's beautiful out there, dude. It it has changed so much. It's actually gotten better, which I'm glad. That's I mean, it's still awesome. You know, it's still South. You know, you can't you can't get away from it. it's just it's oh, it's old money South. But Savannah, out of in my opinion, everywhere in Georgia, including Atlanta, Savannah is still, in my opinion, the most open-minded area of Georgia. Right, and uh, and for uh, them to finally recognize the artists that they've got there in Georgia, from Florida and anywhere else that wants to come in to do this, I think it's great. It's about freaking time. I uh, when I was up in Atlanta, I wanted to pass around, but I, you know, it's weird when you look at a map how little Georgia looks. And yes, you, you, it's about three hours. Yeah, right. It's, and it's they got like a hundred and sixty counties. It's crazy. Uh, More counties than any other state in the union, I swear to God. (laughs) I wanted to pass through there and, uh, what's the name of that beach on the, on the Carolinas border? Oh, uh. Eh, it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) It's all a beach, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm seriously starting to suspect that I'm developing, uh, Alzheimer's. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, definitely keep your ears out for that because I think it would be, uh, uh, I think it'd be good for you guys to to definitely go check it out. Yeah, man, I'm looking for any excuse to get back to SAV. Anyway, back to you, Adam. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm just thinking about all right. Those, the Savannah Love Fest is. Uh, I'm, I'm just thinking about all those. Uh, uh, say we say uh, loose, loose women out in uh, the, the artist college. Oh man, yeah, they weren't. I don't know. I must have been doing something wrong. They weren't that loose. Yeah. I, I remember. I remember our first uh, first day at SCAD. I was the only one that had the normal colored hair. Yeah, dude. Uh, that's that actually almost like developed my style uh was at scad dude because uh before that like maybe uh maybe kind of leaning towards like going kind of doing like like that artsy thing like kind of getting wild with it and stuff but uh once yeah. you get to scad you realize like you know what everybody's doing this so i actually like reverted and try to dress like as wasp as possible now you know what i mean i was, like, <laughs> I was sitting in my first class i remember and i'm looking around i'm going I mean, this guy's got blue hair this girl's got pink hair yeah, green man. hair this guy's got a green beard this girl you know i'm like jesus christ 
So I'm just sitting there. I'm like, oh, cool. And uh, the one guy leans over to me and says, man, you should really, man, your hair is really long. You should, you should dye it, man. I was like, well, I, you know, I'm trying to be an individual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, isn't that crazy, though? <laughs> me too. It was like, yeah, I could tell. Like, like being an individual. Yeah, for me, that was like but, yeah, it was a, a It was yeah. a cool experience uh, going to that school. That's for damn sure. Only right, so man. many people can actually pull off the dyed hair. Yeah, I, like, I had dyed hair in high school. I had, uh, I looked like the, uh, what's, what, what's his fucking name from, um, Alice in Chains. I had a, my beard came down, uh, probably the middle of my stomach. Oh, I had three yeah. braids in it. My hair came down <laughs> past my ass, you know. This is and, embarrassing. Uh, when you said Alice in Chains, for some reason I thought of Alice Cooper. Dude, so did I. That's weird, man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking collective but, uh, yeah, I, I, I was like, Alice you know, I still got the long hair. I just died. don't have the beard what? anymore, like, like that, anyway. Uh, but dude, but I, I do like it with the chicks. The dudes, whatever you know, do whatever you want. But like, yeah, I used to. And style is ahead of uh, ahead of its time over there too. Like stuff I'd see over there, I wouldn't. Oh see yeah, five five years in New Orleans. You know, it's crazy. So yeah, dude, no, it's it's a it's a cool spot, man. It definitely is. But uh, anyway, what else we got? What else going <laughs> yeah, on, Tim, in your life? Uh, in my life, <laughs> uh, nothing, dude. I am drawing, drawing, drawing. That's all I'm doing now. Uh, we were talking to another buddy of ours, Kevin Johnson. I'm, uh, I was telling him this the other day. Dude, you, uh, you lose money chasing women, dude. Never lose women chasing money, man. So That's I'm, exactly I'm, right. I am shutting it down. I'm trying to get paid, and then uh, I'm not going to have to work as hard for ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> to be very honest with y'all. Kobe Bryant. I, I, uh, Kobe Bryant don't have to ask. You know, he's not, he's not waiting for girls. Uh, frankly, dude, I, I never got <laughs> yeah, the Yeah, but you can, you can only go off of name recognition for so long. You right, know? right, right. I never, I never got the impression that Team Lottie had to work that hard for No, us. dude. No, look, dude. I'll be, I'll be very, very honest with y'all. I like doing that. Uh, my whole thing with that is like, dude, I just, I fucking hate when girls like stay over at my house, dude, like that I don't want there. I'm gonna be so honest with y'all. You, you have the Charlie Sheen personality. <laughs> dude, yeah, Charlie Sheen said, you don't right, pay women to sleep with you. Yeah, they were like, why are you, with, yeah, why are you with these whores? And, uh, he's like, why are you paying for sex like you're Charlie Sheen? And he goes, I'm not, I'm not paying for the, for the sex. I'm paying for them to leave. Like, I just can't, I hate those, I, I don't know, man. Like, when it's over, just go home. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me, let me go about my thing. So, I don't know. If it don't happen, like, on the spot out at the club <laughs> or something like that, dude. Uh, that's that's awkward. awkward. Sometimes you just want to lift up the covers and, and let one rip, and, and not even know, that, dude, you don't want to hear complaining. <laughs> dude, I, I'd rather lay in the bed. I'd, like, I'd save that spot for my cat. You know what I'm saying? Like, get, get the fuck out of here, man. So... <laughs> So but what yeah. you're saying is you want pussy in your bed one way or the other. Yeah, one way, no, one way or the other, it's there. But uh, no, dude, some chick, and real honest, some chick the other day, dude, and, she, and we were talking, and you were kind of like going at it, and I'm being like very honest with her, like I'm telling her what I want to do and stuff. And uh, and dude, and she goes, well, you think it's too late to come over? Because then I'm going to have to, and then this is what killed it, dude. She goes, well, I'm going to have to leave at like 6 in the morning. i got to get up early and stuff like that. And I'm like, 6 in the morning? I was like, it's 11 now. I was like, how about you leave at like 1230? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what if this is 6 in the morning shit? But uh, <laughs> why don't you give me a hit and then you can leave yeah, at like yeah, 11 like, yeah. what, what, what are we doing in the other five hours like this is ridiculous uh, was I, she waiting for dinner or something yeah 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 well that yeah she's gonna be waiting a long time <laughs> dinner or breakfast time management ladies that's that's what we're dealing with here so, well you know the, the best way to do that man you just keep some cold pizza at the house make sure you got a nice candle put it on two plates put a candle in the middle and you know, like, oh, look, he did a candle at dinner, you know, and oh, cool, I'm covered. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Oh, man, we go, yeah, it, it, it's a tricky situation. But either way, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to draw and get this comic out. Uh, well, that's the thing. I know. mean, what you, what you do takes such dedication. To, to, Dude. Because people, like you said, people want it now. They don't want it well, six months from how now. How long does it take for you to do a page? Just say, you know, just, you know, on average. Oh, man, it could it could be like ten hours. Something like that, maybe longer than that. Uh, dude, honest to God, like, I don't think people understand what, how much work goes in to, like, doing this kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, that's why I figured maybe somebody listening could actually appreciate the, the length of time that it does take. And for what, a lot of times what these guys get paid and stuff like that, uh, dude, I woke up and I got about half a page done today before I came in here. I got up at about 9.30 and I drew pretty much all day, about 4.30, something like that. I went and took a shower. And, sure. uh, that's, dude, and when I go home, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm gonna put something on TV and I'm gonna sit there and draw and my goal is to like finish this page. I really wanted to get two done today, like that's what I'm re really working towards, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, but dude, I, I might be up till two in the morning, three in the morning. Uh, yeah. 
man, no, dude. And, it, and it always pisses me off when you go to somewhere and, and someone's got their, you know, they're selling their wares. You know, you take, you know, say to you got a table set up at a, at a convention or something, and you got you got your stuff on the table, and people come out and say, ah, oh, man, that's, he wants like eleven bucks for that, or he wants ten bucks. Like, do you realize how much time, right, man, it that- takes, and how much money it takes just to get this put out? You know, and, and, and people just don't get it. And look, dude, you, there's people, you can put out shit, dude, you know what I'm saying? If you don't have any pride in your work, or, uh, if you don't consider yourself like a, uh, a decent craftsman or whatever, yeah, sure. you can, you can, pump, you can pump out garbage, dude, but I, I don't know, man, I can't, I can't allow myself to do that. I have, I have a lot of trouble with it. My dad well, only, if, my if dad you're not only happy told me with it, thing, why should know? anybody else be happy with it? That's what I feel. You yeah, know, dude, you've it's got to, dude. as you're doing it, you have to be, you know, you have to be proud of what you do. You know, and I know a couple people that just put out, like you say, they're crap. And I've actually, you know, I'm like, hey, yeah, you're a nice guy, but really, man, if you just took some more time, you know, because they're, you know, they're they're trying to they'll they'll do like the first couple pages really well, and then all of a sudden they they blast it out. I'm like, dude, what happened? It doesn't even look like the same person did this. Yeah, then they don't care. I'm like, well, man, maybe you should care a little bit more. Well, some of them it might just be that they just don't have an in them, and yeah, we, well, we they, were talking. I don't know. I, I, you have to know the two guys I'm talking about. They oh, have I'm not, it in I'm them. not they saying just, they like start off great, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, whatever, just fucking, I'll draw like a mushroom with an eyeball, right. and here yeah, we go, we're done. Nah, man, <laughs> always do your best, man. Always do your best. That's the, yeah, that sucks. But then, but dude, how is that going to benefit you in the long run? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's my other exactly. theory. Exactly. You know, if and I then it's, there's guys like you that are, you know, they 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 take the time, they're honing their craft, they're 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 doing it, and they're doing what they want to do, and they're trying to make a statement and trying to to move forward as a career with it, you know, and, and you know, it it really does separate, you know, the the good artists from the bad artists, or you know, in 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 my, you know, that's the way I feel about it anyway. And another thing to take into consideration is is sacrifice, dude. Like, what, dude? And if you read like any history on a lot of these guys, man, there is a lot of sacrifice involved. Like, I was joking, you know, about the girl thing and stuff like that. But yeah, hey, dude, you do lose a lot of like social life for this. You know what I mean? You like, do. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I, I do I art. I don't do your type of art, but I do do art. Okay. And I I know in a piece when I'm doing it. Um, well, I finished I finished one up. It man, this shit took me. I paint. It took me probably, good God, man. I, I've been working on that same painting for about two months, you know, and then I'll turn around and sell it, you know, and I, I know I'm not going to get out what I put into it time-wise, you know. You never do, really, if you think about it. Right. You know, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll turn around and sell this thing for, for if I'm lucky, for probably 150 bucks, and, right. and I, I probably have, I don't know, I don't know how many hours I have in that one piece, maybe 50, 60 hours in that piece. You know, it's just, if you, if you break that down per, a dollar per hour, it really kind of sucks. No, you might as well be at McDonald's, yeah, dude. No doubt. Uh, yeah, dude, but you almost gotta love the pain a little bit. Like, you kinda, you, I don't know. Like, I kinda enjoy that rush, like, uh, the lack of sleep and, like, just, you know, trying to grind it out and stuff like that. Sure. Uh, to an extent, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, everybody would love for everything to be easy in life. Um, that'd be nice. You know how that happens? You get a lot of money really quick. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, it's called a trust fund, yeah, or, you know. But whatever, uh, yeah, dude. I think it's about pride, man. So and you and you can tell the real from the fake. So sure, uh, sure. I, I think that's you know. Yeah, we, we can't it. all be like Adam. Wait, oh, what did you say? <laughs> we can't all be like Adam. Trust fund and that, you know. <laughs> oh shit! I wish I was. Wait, I'm sorry. Are you accusing me of being rich? <laughs> rum, rum, Mister Butcher Shop in his house. <laughs> that see now that that's an awesome idea for a, for a comic book. About butcher a butcher. In the house. <laughs> that, that's a great character. I'll tell you what, that, that reminds me of those old episodes of Tool Time. I mean, not Tool Time, but uh, Home, Home Improvement. Improvement. And what, my, my favorite episodes were always the, like the man's whatever, and they had the man's kitchen, and he had the yeah. butcher. Man, I used to love those things. I'm like, I want that house. Man, what a great show, dude. I still want to see Wilson's face, you know? <laughs> I think he's dead now. Is he real? Well, now I'll never know. So. You can probably see it a lot easier now. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll go dig him up tonight. <laughs> yeah, field, field trip. <laughs> so what else you got, Adam? Uh, Topic-wise? Yeah, want to do some topics? Yeah. So Esquire Magazine did that yearly thing where they nominated the sexiest woman in the world. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, they went with Mila Kunis, who... I admit I have quite a bit of fondness for. She's a uh, she's a cute little thing. She she'd be she's easy cute. to pick up. Yeah, she's hot. Uh, literally, not figuratively. I'm sure she's very hard to pick up, unless you're Aston Kutcher. Uh, what a tool. So uh, <laughs> I don't know though. I I she she's she's very attractive, but 
you know, you look at women like Christina Hendricks, and uh, she's got the whole va-va-va-voom from top to bottom. Sofia Vergara, people like that. All right. It's kind of hard to... She's, dude, she's fun. What's your, what's your top three all time, like women? Oh, dude, all you, time? You can, you can bone any girl you want, dude. Oh, man. Uh, top three. Kate Upton has to be in there. All right. Uh, I don't know. I've got. I've had so many over the years... Damn, you put me on the spot. No, no this is something to think I'll, about. That, that's for everybody. Everybody listening, whatever. Uh, you know? I'm, a, I'm a big, I'm a big breast man. <laughs> okay, uh, that's why Kate Upton has to go in there. Uh, I don't know, maybe Eva Mendes in there somewhere. Right. Dude, it could be all time, dude. You know. Uh, damn. What about you, Rome? Uh, Carmen Electra. Okay. Um, uh, what's where, her name? Where, what's her last name? Sanchez. Uh, she's an actress. Sanchez. Um, dirty? No, not hey. dirty. God damn it. I can't remember her first name. Oh, uh, Nicole Scherzinger from Pussycat Dolls, whatever the fuck her name is. Scherzinger? Wait, is that the dark skin one? Dark hair? Yeah, she's really light yeah, yeah, yeah. Skin. yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, that's not the lead girl? She, she's tall, light skin. Yeah, the, the, the lead girl, the lead girl like with Brazilian. the dark hair. Oh, okay, I, don't, I think we're thinking. She's, oh, she's fine, dude. Nicole Scherzinger, who had that song, is, is pretty light skin. She's, she's black, but she's... Okay. Uh, and, uh, uh, God knows, man. No, I mean, it's What's her name from, yeah. um... Selma Hayek. All right. All right. So you like the darker skin. Yeah. All right. Well, Mrs. Rome is, is Mexican. Didn't you tell me that? She's uh, Mexican and Russian. Nice. Interesting mix. I like that. She's got a temper like uh, an Irish Scotsman. <laughs> That's like one of those, uh, uh, what is it, Starburst commercials? A contradiction? In- <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, You're the a Scot- Korean Scot. <laughs> right. Chi- uh, Japanese or Korean, Scotch Korean. That's well, what it was. Well, who makes the uh, Lottie fuck it list? Oh man, I don't. Uh, Dana Delaney's on there. Really? Yeah, dude. That. Yeah. I, really, I, Dana Delaney. Dana wow. Delaney. I mean, she's a beautiful I, woman. I can see it. It's just an interesting choice. Uh, I, I I got special reasons for it, but uh, you, you know, still love China Beach. First, <laughs> first person I fucking you know. So she's special in my heart. She'll always have a special. See, place. for me, it was it was one of those. Uh, <laughs> One of those Victoria's, uh, like, drawn underwear ads in, in the newspaper, so I can't Dude, say that. That's how you learn a lot about somebody. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to switch it up just a little bit. Okay, number one animated one. Animated? Oh, this is fun. Uh, You're going to have to go first, dude. Animated. Oh, animated. man. I'm going to uh, go last. Probably, probably, I guess, if, if I have to jump back, like, either Tilo or April O'Neil. April O'Neil's hot, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Scarlet. Scarlet. Oh, Scarlet. I've always okay. had a thing for redheads. What about you, Tim? Man, I, I'm so stumped on this one, dude. Uh, I kind of like Lois Lane, like the Bruce Tim Lois Lane a lot. I thought she was sexy. She always had like the skinny, you know, the short skirt. Sure, uh, sure. Why, you know your answer? Yep, yep. All right, what is it? Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit, yeah, that's always a solid, dude. Pretty up there, although she's one of those women that you look at her taste in boyfriends and you're just like, <laughs> I don't think well, I'm I think, I think that's why she'd like me. Quick. <laughs> right, the bestiality thing. <laughs> Oh, I know, I know who should go on my list. Sarah Shahi. Y'all know who that is? Uh-oh, who's that? She, uh, she's got a show in USA now, but she was on one of my all-time favorite shows, Life. Okay. She's this, uh, she's at least partially Indian. Yeah. Uh, Tootie? Yes, Tootie. Uh, no, 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 Mindy Cohn. Mindy Cohn. Uh, Mindy Cohn. She was the fat one. Yeah, yeah. What what was her name? Uh, I can't think of Natalie. Natalie, yeah, Natalie. Natalie. Well, I shouldn't know that. She, she, she had a deep love of sausage. Uh, she was German. Yeah, no, Sarah Shaw, I'd, I'd have to show you a picture. You probably know she's been a lot of things. She was in, uh, Rush Hour 2 of all things. Okay. Uh, she, but, but she is just, she's stunning. I think she's like part Indian, like, like literal Wait, Indian. Wait, Shannon Shossman? No, no, Shannon Shossman's the chick from Night's Tale. Yeah, I think Ooh. she's hot too, man. She, she's she's gorgeous, but her tits are too small for me to go tell. I don't mind that, alright. <laughs> no, Sarah Shahi, you, you probably know her if you saw her. But she's not. She's not really that famous. All right, I'm gonna throw this one out there, dude. Lucy Dankins is also on my list, dude. Who is? Is that the chick that's in the new? Uh... No, this is so random. She's a. Uh, she was in the Great Outdoors. Remember the girl in the Great Outdoors? Like he he hits her in the ass with the pool stick. That chick. That chick, and she was that's in the Boy Who Could Fly, dude. That I think that's like my... my favorite movies of all time. Dude, Pinnacat, uh Big Big Bear. Big, yeah, big, big Bear chase big, me. Big, big, big Bear chase me. But, uh, dude, I think she's so fine. That's like my dream woman. That's like she my was in a type. lot of things, I think, when in the 80s, but she never became famous. She never, she never really got big, dude. I think she did like a Law & Order episode and then just kind of like bowed out. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Jennifer Connelly was, was always huge. <laughs> How about Jessica Biel? I like Biel, too. She's dude. hot, but she, something about her doesn't, 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 uh... 
You know, the stigma I have is from that freaking show she used to, when she started on it. Seventh that bothers Heaven? me. What? Oh, Seventh Heaven? I used yeah. to watch that. I can't get that out of my head. I used to watch that. I, I, I thought it was a cute show. It was never funny. It was never anything, but I just thought it was interesting how they justify constantly having children, like, <laughs> coming in and out of the house, like, like, yeah, I used to, like, rape your daughter last season, so like, you have to help me uh, help me reform my life and become a better man. All right. I, I yeah. never really watched that show. All right. I might have to. Well, I had a lot of the, – the younger <laughs> one. Serious uh, themes going on. The chick on. who played Lucy. Yeah, yeah. The, the blonde-haired girl, she she was always pretty gorgeous. Really? What, was she, like, eight? No. By the time <laughs> she ended that show, she was in her 20s. I was gonna, I was gonna revert to our last podcast if you would have said, yeah. Uh, no, we're not doing that. Uh, we're not doing that. I don't need that <laughs> reputation. I don't need that reputation. Uh, Lordy look. But, uh, yeah, so, uh. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, what do you, would you agree though with the sexiest woman alive thing though? I'm sorry, I have to change my answer on the animated one. I'm going with RC from Transformers. Nice, weird. She's, I, I like fast chicks. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. clever comment of the day, dude. Clever comment. Clever comment. Uh, yeah, no, she's, I, she's a machine, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. and she's always well lubed. Oh, um, oh. yeah. Um, I think uh, Mila Kunis is is incredibly sexy, but I feel like with those lists, they just kind of choose someone who's in the news a lot lately. Yeah, I, th- I think they just put an ad out like, anybody want to appear in your, their underwear for this ad? You'll be the sexiest person alive. Right. Or who knows, the management probably has something to do. They might even have to throw some money. You know, the mm-hmm. studio's like, yeah, we got movies coming with her. Oh, yeah, probably. You know, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. None of us none of us picked Mila Kunis. But did it even enter your mind? You know no. what I mean? So I Yeah, that's true. That's true. I will say the, the sexiest thing she ever did was, if y'all ever saw Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, she was gorgeous, Because I, I have a huge crush on Kristen Bell because I used to love Veronica Mars. Okay. And if anyone else had played that role, it would have been very hard for me to root against. Because even, even then, even though you're supposed to root for Mila Kunis, uh-huh. part of me is like, yeah, but... I mean, damn, she's about to blow you, dude. Like, just, just, right, right. just let it happen, bro. Let it happen. Uh, next up, uh, <laughs> Big Bird. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling Big Bird. Big Bird. I, uh, so Mitt Romney in the presidential debates, mostly a home run reported by everyone. I didn't really watch it just because I figured everyone knows who they're going to vote for. It's, it's really a kind of a circle jerk at this point. You're, you're really only watching it so that you can insult the other guy. Yeah, that uh, seems to be what it is, isn't it? Right. But for some reason, that didn't happen that much. Most people were kind of like, oh, I guess Mitt Romney won. You know, for some reason, he decided to mention uh, Big Bird and wanting to shut down PBS. And I understand the reasoning behind it, that it's it's another publicly funded waste of money, even though, you know, when you're spending trillions and trillions of dollars every year, the $10 million going to Big Bird and, Ses- and Sesame Street and PBS isn't that much. <laughs> But it's also one of those comments that, to me, I just wonder, why, why would you bring that up now? Like, what, like what's, <laughs> It does what's seem kind of, in, you know, you're talking about Big Bird, Sesame Street. That's, I mean, I, I grew up with that stuff, you know, and I think it actually helped kids, you know. Yeah, but I do question, like, a lot of the, the response since then is, like, uh, the people who support Barack Obama have been mercilessly harping on the whole PBS thing, which was one comment out of, what, a two-hour debate. Right. But... Uh, one of the things that people keep saying is like how important it is for education. And someone posted something on Facebook the other day that's, that said TLC used to be publicly funded and then it became privatized and it went from having educational shows to Honey Boo Boo. Yeah, right. Which I find kind of funny because to me that sort of illustrates why uh, PBS is kind of a waste of money. Like it, when I was a kid, I grew up on Big Bird, Mr. Rogers, and did either of y'all ever watch Square One? Uh, yeah, I don't remember it, but dude, that show I loved. I, they had this whole comedy skit with these two math detectives, and I, I was always kind of like, I still to this day, I kind of want to be Sherlock Holmes. Didn't they have like Ghost Rider on there too? Ghost Rider, Ghost, not not Ghost Rider. Oh like no, no, Johnny, no, I think that was Johnny a different Blake's show. Ghost Rider. Like the ghost would write messages. My sister used to watch I it. I think that but, was a different show, but dude, that was on PBS too. But I don't think there's as much now. I think now Bob it's Ross, much... The Joy of Painting was on there. 
Yeah, but he, um, that's what I'm three, saying. 3-2-1 we contact? Were, dude, there were a lot of things. But what I'm saying is that was when we were kids. I don't think there's as much now. I think it's pretty much Sesame Street. Not that many people really watch Charlie Rose. I no. think most people know who he is. But, you know, and especially when you're talking about for kids, I think right now all they really have is Sesame Street. Man, I, I, I haven't turned on that station I don't and even I, know what I want station to defend it. Like, I don't want him to get rid of it. Yeah, I was thinking well, the same thing. I don't even know what channel it is. Here's the thing. That sucks, uh, Mitt man. Romney is about as likely to get rid of PBS as Barack Obama is to get rid of Gitmo. All right, It's right. something that you say when you're trying to get elected to appeal to a specific audience. But realistically, when like when he, if he becomes president, the first thing he's going to do is get rid of PBS. Bullshit. Oh. Right, right. You know? <laughs> it's, it's, right. Yeah, it's kind of anticlimactic, like, isn't it? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. Forget what's PBS. going on in Libya. We got to get it's run rid by Al Qaeda. What? But yeah, but the whole Honey Boo Boo thing, like to me, it sort of illustrates a point that the reason that TLC is airing Honey Boo Boo, the reason MTV is airing. Uh, Jersey Shore, well, not anymore, but they were. It's Thank because God. That's oh, whether you like it or not, because I don't. That's oh, what people it. are watching. They weren't watching Charlie Rose. And so, it, you know, it's... Yeah, it's, but we got a bunch of fucking robots out here in this country anyway. If dude, I want to hear an old fart talk, talk, I'll go sit at McDonald's at 6 o'clock in the morning and get a cup of coffee. Right, right, yeah, go to morning call, yeah. Uh, I work with a bunch, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I've had my fill. <laughs> I, man, I don't, I don't know, dude. That's such, that's such a tricky one. Didn't, didn't PBS used to do the thing like you, you could? Uh, I, I remember them be like, you know, they show this TV show, they break in, and you make a donation, and mm-hmm. you get like the DVD and the CD and all this other shit, and then they go back to this the program, and you get the that that was cool. They kind of raised their own money that way, didn't they? Yeah, like how much is? I guess we'd have to do a math on it or whatever. Well, they, they claim that they they raise uh, $6 for every $1 that the government gives them. Okay. Which is supposed to illustrate why it's not that much money, which is is a good point, except that it also illustrates the point that if they really wanted to survive on their own. They could own, do it themselves. Yeah, they could. Right. But I, I just, I, I don't, I, I think it's kind of a stupid thing that Romney said. I don't really, it's not going to go anywhere. I think it was just something they threw out there and. Uh, bringing up Big Bird, I guess, was because it, who is going to bring up? Oh, I love Charlie Rose. No, you don't. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that T-shirt at all. <laughs> <laughs> no one but Charlie Rose does, and he wears it to the set every <laughs> recording. <laughs> I just, I, I don't think it's going to anyone's going to get rid of it. But I do think that it does say something that, like, we can't sit here and we we can't tell you which station PBS is. And what they air besides Sesame Street, I think they look. Well, I think they need they just need more stuff. I think they, yeah. they have to give people a reason to watch it. And I, I don't know that right now they really have that. I mean, do you know what they need? I think that would really boost. They would they'd raise probably from that six dollars to every dollar. I think they could go up to ten, eight to ten dollars for every dollar if they had the uh, the MHOG <laughs> channel, the station <laughs> thing. I think that'd be great. We would we, we would do uh, do wonders for them. For anybody listening that works for PBS. Do you hear that? That's the sound of hell freezing over. Right. Here's your chance. I think that's about as likely as them uh, digging up Mr. Rogers' corpse and putting him on strings. For, uh, for well, that, that man was mean. I met Mr. Rogers numerous times. Really? He was really? mean, mean-ass man. What? Yes. You just pissed because he wouldn't let you wear his card again. Uh, he, was, he was never the person you saw on the TV show, ever. That sucks. Yeah, he uh, he was at a parade. I, 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 this is a very vivid memory at a parade. You know when you're at a parade in a small town, they have the the fire truck comes down. The guys are throwing out candy off the you know off the fire trucks. Did, did you all have that down there? Well, I mean, we got Mardi Gras. Yeah, we yeah, were throwing all kinds of shit. Okay, well, yeah, these are the firemen. They always throw out like Tootsie Rolls and little plastic fireman hats and stuff like this. Well, Mr. Rogers was on the fire truck. All right, and. Uh, so there was a group of kids, you know, and, and they stopped throwing candy. And uh, we're like, Mr. Rogers, throw throw the candy, throw the candy. And he was talking to somebody, and he turned around and said, I'm talking right now. Here's your damn candy. And threw wow, handful, pelted all of us with handfuls of Tootsie Rolls, like freaking buckshot. Jesus, so like, you ass. <laughs> that, that was just one, one time. Did you yell that at him? But that was, that was the <laughs> right. one that kind of... Mr. Rogers sucks. Yeah. Suck it, old man. That, dude, that's horrible. <laughs> you yeah. and your puppets. 
But yeah. like I was just saying, I, I think Bob Ross was probably exactly how he was on well, TV. Well, first of all, Bob Ross was probably dropping acid. Yeah, like, no, dude, all he was definitely long. ripped. <laughs> he was, he was, he was, he was there. Like, if you think about it, this man got on TV and was like, "Let's draw a happy face." Oh man! Now, don't get me wrong. Those, the like watching the like watching him paint was pretty awesome. Yeah, but he only ever drew but, trees. But they were happy, happy trees. Man. Happy freaking trees on a, in a pond with a mountain in the background. I actually sweat that dude. Like when I'm in a bad mood or like I'm, I'm kind of like in a stale mode, like I put on a joy of painting episode, dude. And it, it just puts me in the right place, man. Like it is, it's so perfect. That is, that is therapy, man. But dude, if you go on YouTube, there's these cool, uh, it's called PBS Digital Studios. And, uh, they have like one for Mr. Rogers, one for, uh, for Bob Ross, and then one for like this cooking lady. And, dude, they're so awesome. It's like these digital remixes, like these funky little remixes of them. Like, they auto-tune it and stuff like that. Like, go check oh, it out. Oh, that's funny. It's so awesome. It's so cool. You know, it's, you know what's really weird is you found that and looked it up. I, I subscribe to the channel now, dude. I'm obsessed with it. They they have a bunch of, like, space and dinosaurs. Like, it's so it's so trippy, fucking hippie shit. We, we it's, call it's that great. Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there you go. I'm all about it. Keep PBS, man. Keep it around. Keep it around. Yeah, I, yeah I keep it. I don't see any point in getting rid of it. I, I do. I mean, I don't watch it, but like, I, I, I'm one of those people that every time someone brings something up these days, especially in politics, people tend to nitpick everything these days. And to me, most of the things that people nitpick, I just don't give a shit. I, I, it's, yeah, 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 true. Uh, it's like, oh, oh, this person said this about whatever. You know, McDonald's makes you fat. Right. Okay? I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. No, you nailed like, it, dude. There's really, like, there's so much stuff going on in this country, and that's what we're talking about, is, is whether we should keep funding PBS. Like, mm-hmm. Sometimes no, I feel this is a reason why other countries hate us. I, I don't blame them, dude. Yeah. I, I think it's because of the size of my cock. I think well, hell yeah. I think they're just jealous of my, my massive... <laughs> yeah, they got my old AOL prick pics. Yeah, dude. And they, just, they just can't handle it. <laughs> they saw me in fucking chat room one, dude, back in the day in high school. You didn't realize that that, <laughs> right. that, that uh, Libya was on uh, chat roulette at the time, did you? <laughs> right. Now it's all over the place. They only got one computer, so... <laughs> right. And they that download the MHOG like, podcast. What the fuck is this? Yeah. Who is this team, Lottie? Why is he so big? Oh, I'm sharing the wealth, man. Yeah. No, we're, you know, it's it's just crazy to think this is going to 24 different countries now. Damn, Hawk. We, we, we oh, are, really? Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, man. I, I like to think that there are uh, very hairy Russian women masturbating to the sound. Oh, I sure hope so, man. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll get back in that chat room, girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what else? Does anybody have anything else? Neither one of y'all watch Community, you said. No, nah, I've never seen it. You should. It's, it's you know, we, we are as much terrible television like Honey Boo Boo is out there. There are so many great shows that, like, look, as, as like, dude, you're into comics. You, uh, you, you definitely qualify as nerd. Uh, no, right. matter, no matter how, how you roll with the ladies, you. That's you, so, you, that's you, so overhyped, but yeah, <laughs> that's so overhyped. <laughs> Well, you know, it's, it's it's either listen to that or, or talk about KPJ's porn collection. Right, right. Uh, but oh, uh, man. you should see the pictures I send this dude on the computer. <laughs> like, all right, we got this good friend of ours, uh, KPJ. We'll just leave it at that. And every night, like late at night, I'll send him like I'll start playing with him. Like I'll send him like a picture of a hot chick, and then I'll send like another picture. I'm like, dude, check this fucking broad out, you know. And then like randomly, like in the mix, I'll just throw in like a picture of a cock, or, or you know what I mean, or just like something like horrible, just like keep and that's when he pauses. And that's when he uh, stops talking to our, me. Uh, <laughs> our co-host Wayne used to have a habit of he would incessantly tweet or not tweet, uh, text pictures of like like chicks with dicks and stuff like that. Like you just yes. you just be walking along and you get a text message. You're just like, what is this? I'm like, oh, yeah. The, the funny thing is, he used to te- text it to my uh, old number, which was my wife. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> and she go, hey, got a picture for you. I'm like, oh, Jesus, really, Wayne. That's very classy. Yeah. Yeah. I learned very quickly whenever I see Wayne's name over, I was like, I'm not answering it. I'm done. Delete. Shit, give mine. I, I appreciate that kind of stuff, man. It keeps you on your toes, dude. Well, I just wonder sometimes how he maintains a job. <laughs> or, or where does he find these pictures? Like, That's yeah. another thing. Are you yeah. Google? Is that, you know? But actually worse than that, as much as I, 
because I, I the, the whole chicks with dicks thing. I'm like, I don't shoot that shit. But the worst would he's he he uh, he does some veterinary work and uh, sometimes he would like send us pictures oh, no. of like a dog's eye popped out no, and stuff like that. No. Or or surgery and it's just like, oh god, dude, like I can't eat after that, dude. I will I will look at the most horrible like smut over something like that any day of the week over like a pet. No way. Yeah. <laughs> no way. I, I like pets a lot of times more than I do people. Oh, no doubt about it, dude. Yeah. I'm all Present day, company dude. accepted. All day. Yeah. Oh, no. Y'all are great. Yeah. <laughs> no, everybody else in the fucking street. Yeah. They're going <laughs> to fuck them, man. Yeah. Yeah, dude. No, I got a little cat at home, bro. That's a. Uh... Yeah, I love it, dude. I'll, I'll take him over anybody. All day. What's your, what's your cat's name? My cat's name is Deuce. He's named after uh, the football player we had down here, Deuce McAllister. So he's a uh, baby Deuce. Okay, better than a big poo, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah, that is a cool name, though. Like, how did Deuce McKay, is that his real name? or? Yeah, yeah, I think a, it is. Uh, I would assume it is, yeah. I've never heard him called anything different. But that's, I don't that's know if I'd want to go through life as his the His real Deuce. name is Bob. Right, yeah, he's got the most mundane name. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm dropping Deuce off. What? <laughs> That just seems awful. I don't want that. When I when I was younger and I was a real asshole, I used to like to uh, fuck with people just to to lie to them and tell a steady lie that got bigger and bigger. All right. Just to see how long it would take before they would go what? And uh, like I would just give them a name. Like yeah, my name's uh, Jose Johnson. I like it. I uh, yeah, I, I sell refrigerators for a living, and you know, and I would just go on and on to these complete strangers. And the best part is mostly. I'd say like three times out of five, they wouldn't figure out that I was lying until eventually I just had to come out and admit it. And then they would just be like, not even pissed. Just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> kind of, you had me going for like 45 minutes. Really? I still right, hear right. this shit. <laughs> no, I used That's to do funny. that. Uh, when I worked at the bar, dude, I used to always drop like fight club names. Like I'd tell people name is uh, Cornelius or Rupert and, <laughs> and just kind of roll like that. Remember you used to go to all the meetings and you'd uh, have a different name from planet of the apes. So, yeah, dude, that's always fun. I'm Dr. Zayas. <laughs> right. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. But, yeah, anytime they had a name tag, dude, always Cornelius or Rupert or something like that. Or Astro Train. <laughs> One night I was Astro Train all night from uh, Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Today I had to stop at Wendy's, and the kid at the, at the sign uh, or at the window had a uh, name tag, and it said Wendy's. And then his name said Bacon Jr., that's awesome. <laughs> well, I was just wondering, I'm like, did they make you do that, or are you just... <laughs> I hope it was him. I hope he's just, like, a clever kid. Like, I hope he's just a, a little prick. You hope it's not just really <laughs> sad that he's forced to say his name is Bacon Jr.? Right. Like, that job's not humiliating enough. Oh, man. Yeah, I wonder, dude. He has to go the entire day knowing he's on the value menu. <laughs> right. And if he's Bacon Jr., who's Bacon? Is that the manager? Yeah, yeah he's not even a premium sandwich. Yeah, they, that's, that sucks, man. That's not fair. That's not fair to him. Uh, no, don't don't get, don't go to fast food, right? Last time we were talking about fast food, man, we were talking about Whataburger, and I yeah, went I went and got rallies was... on the fucking way home after drink and draw, dude. But that was three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't have too many choices, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still need to try Whataburger. Oh, we nice. used to go uh, three o'clock in the morning and go to either White Castle or Crystal. Y'all yeah, have those down there? Yeah, I love we Crystal, have man. Crystal, I think. Yeah. Well, there's one uh, down White Castle is kind of the northern one. version of Crystal. They had one um, out in Savannah. And we would call on, them little uh, butt grenades. On Abercorn, I think, like down down the way, right? White Castle is yeah. a weird place where everyone knows what it is, but even if there's – because I don't think there's one anywhere near here. Well, dude, we have Castle Burgers. We have like a donut place. They're, they're, yeah, but that they're was – They're exactly the same, dude. That like was they, uh, not Dunkin' Donuts. That was tasty. Tasty, yeah. They're exactly I actually, the I actually got banned from White Castle in Pennsylvania. Well, you, well, you got to tell us how now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, was a, it was a, after a concert. I'm trying to remember what – I think it was after a Def Leppard concert. And uh, we went, and there was a group of us, probably about 20, and then there was another 20 or so that were already in there. Anyway, long story short, a fight broke out, and uh, it got kind of physical, and it got very aggressive the whole way through the restaurant. It was like a bar brawl, and I jumped behind the counter, which I guess one, that's a oh, no-no, wow. and uh, we all proceeded to toss the very hot White uh, White Castle <laughs> burgers at everybody out in the middle of the floor. And um, But yeah, so I got actually banned from White Castle. All right. Well, we should probably cut out because this has to be edited <laughs> into an hour. Uh, well, folks, uh, if you go to uh, on Facebook, it's Lottie Inc. I N K, and uh, Lottie is L A T T I E, and uh, he's going to have. Yes, sir. 
<laughs> Lottie, Lottie, we love to body. Yeah, that, there's a couple sure. different ones. <laughs> um, he uh, his his comic is going to be called Night Stars and uh, coming to Kickstarter soon. Yeah, I got. I I definitely got to get a copy of that when you're done with it, man. Yes, sir. If uh, you uh, if you check I'll send out, you some catch. If you check out our our Facebook page at MHog. We'll have links to all that stuff, and uh, so you can donate. And and by the way, like he said earlier, donation means you, you get you'll probably get one of the one of the books when it comes out, depending on how much you donate. And uh, yeah, very small amount you're going to get a book, uh, and then like it continuously goes up. Like it becomes a poster, you get like original artwork. Uh, it it goes up as as you as you go along. But yeah, dude, I'm not asking for. For charity, you know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm no, no, just no, you're, you're, no, you're no, no. Value for yeah. for what you want, and that's, you're an entrepreneur. Yes, sir. Yeah, you're just buying it ahead of time. Yeah, and uh, he he is he's he's easily one of the best artists in the city. So this the, it's it's definitely worth it for for a poster for for a graphic novel, and uh, we're glad to have you on, man. So uh, definitely appreciate it. Yeah, thank y'all very much. And once you donate to Kickstarter for for uh, Lottie's Night Stars, make sure that you go to iTunes and subscribe to M Hog. You know, uh, yeah. Drop us a comment. Drop us a topic. We'd love to talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. Tell me how much you want to see pictures of Lottie's dick. Uh, <laughs> you can leave that comment on there. You can go to Google for that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can also find us, obviously, every week on Thursdays on uh, coreofdestructionradio.com. And uh, we are still on Stitcher, but check us out. Uh, anything else to say, gentlemen? Keep it metal. Keep it metal. I appreciate it.